following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hassett, Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yes, and here we are again on a Saturday afternoon. That's right, Eric. 2 to 3 p.m. Tuesday, every Saturday, every 2, to, 2 to 3 p.m. Here on AM, Still transitioning AM 1590, here. The Answer. Happy to have all of our listeners on with us. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully we've had a lot of them transition with us from our Tuesday to our Saturday time. Absolutely. And, this and if you the, did, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for following along with us. And this is the show where we talk about real estate and finance news and trying to give you information that's going to be useful and helpful for you yep. out there when you're when you're slugging it out, trying to buy a home, sell a home, refinance a home. There's a lot things. of slugging. It's a lot of slugging We don't just have slugs days. here. Yep. Things are complicated <laughs> out there. And we're always available, too, um, after hours. You can always reach us. If you have questions, you can reach yeah. Reba here at Team Reba on Twitter or info at teamreba.com. Mm-hmm. You can reach me for finance-related questions. Confidential, of course. I'm yep. uh, kind of like a priest, but I have a calculator instead of the little neck thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> you can reach me at Eric is my banker on Twitter or Eric at ericismybanker.com. I was going to make a crack about your hair, but there's plenty of bald priests and stuff too, so <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Not sure where you were going with that, but we'll no, that's just, okay. uh, we'll just still, let that I had a roll. flashback to two and a half years ago when we started the show, and I was doing a lot of those hashtag Erica's bald jokes. Yeah, they were out there <laughs> kind of crazy. Well, hey, you know, I lose one for every credit report I pull. That's, I know. That's my, that's my story, and I, I'm sticking to it. Well, your hair is going right along with it, so <laughs> there you right. go. That's <laughs> it's right. following suit, so uh, to speak. I know. But, uh, yeah, no, there's still been continued uh, frenzied market activity out there. And even though we've got lots of folks, I mean, well, I mean, we've got many people, actually class folks from last year are starting to come mm-hmm. back again and yeah. talking to us about trying to get in the market because they're seeing the frenzy of activity and realizing, like, oh, my gosh. And they've been prepping, you know. Right. But um, I do want to remind our listeners, we do have a couple of classes that will be coming up soon. That's right. right. That's yeah. right. Do you want to talk about the one Marissa and Sarah are doing in May? Um, I don't have the date right in front of me. Let's come back to that one. Okay. Um, because I think... Um, oh, did they change the date on it? I got to just confirm that one. And I'm going to do that while we're on Okay. Air. All right. Well, we'll make sure and during at least one of these segments to talk about when that class abs- date is going to be. Absolutely. Because uh, Reva and I do teach first-time buyer classes. These are the official classes that are required. If you want to take advantage of uh, zero down type programs and limited down payment programs, special programs, they all require that you take home buyer education. And so we teach those classes. Um, The classes are free. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're sponsored by the Washington State Housing Finance Commission. And they are a five-hour class. So it's a good commitment. But man, oh man, we we fill it with information that's going to be super helpful and make you a really educated and savvy buyer yeah we uh, cram pack it oh yes we as do. you like to that's, say that's we cram pack it that's my term well so not only do we have marissa and sarah doing one in right. may so if somebody's looking to do it in may we do have some options for you may. there's a couple of them we also you can June always tw- contact us at, at our contact info too. Yeah. the info at teamreba.com let us know you're interested in one of the classes we can actually send you all the dates if you want to pick from one of them 
Uh, but you and I are doing one specifically right. in June. June 23rd in West yes. Seattle. And that's going to be at the Youngstown Cultural Arts Center right yes. there on Del Ridge, Del Ridge mm-hmm. Way. And that class is going to run from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yes, it is. But we feed you. We do. Yeah, and we're some of the only people who do that as well because mm. there's other people who can teach these classes, of course, but they always have everyone brown bag it. But we want to make sure we always have water bottles and we have food there available for good you. Good food. Yeah, and we want to make sure – what are you trying to like make sure that the survey, they get like the good like five-star on the pizza choice? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, okay. All yeah. right, we're, we're working – we're prepping the reviews right now. Right. Uh, I'm more worried about how they review the content of the class, but okay. But we do well, get usually something like Zeke's Pizza or similar, absolutely. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But um, but we are trying to make sure that people come and get taken care of because you know we end up usually having to work right through that lunchtime. That's right. Because there is so, so much material to cover. That's yes, because right. it's cram packed yep. exactly. Well, but it, it's awesome information, and as you and I both know, many people stay after the fact um, because. They want to answer, you know, their own personal questions, and that's a great opportunity because we cover everything kind of generally speaking in the course itself, and then people want to ask about their personal situations and maybe start getting a head start on that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so mark that down in your calendars if you or anyone you know is a first-time home buyer or just really want to learn about our current real estate you know, market and the, and the situation, uh, yeah, put that down. So June 23rd, that's a Saturday from mm-hmm. – 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. At the, in West Seattle. Right. And we do cover, not only do we cover what the Washington State Housing Finance Commission wants us to cover, but mm-hmm. we also get into other things like strategy sessions. Correct. Like how to actually win an offer because that is you know one of the biggest parts about it. In fact, actually, Annie Fitzsimmons um, just sent out a video on Friday. I just want to make sure and have our listeners hear this. Um, if you are working with a real estate agent that is putting a what seems to be um, kind of a hopeful timeline for closing, mm-hmm. uh, you really need to ask your agent the, how realistic that is. Because here's, here's one of the things that's been happening. Some people to try and get other attention besides just the pricing or other terms that are there, closing date is often an important element. Yes. And there are people... Uh, making a massive faux pas of putting an unrealistic closing date, short closing date, Mm -hmm. and then they're not able to meet it. And this is, you and I know this intimately, that you have to really be talking with your mortgage professional about what is the transaction time needed to get through all the financing because sellers are not required to give you extensions. And in a hot market like what we have right now, we've seen this happen before. Thankfully, it's not been with our clients, but it has happened where someone has set an unrealistic closing date. That date comes, the financing's not complete, and the seller has full access to go after that earnest money because that person did not perform to their contract. And you don't have much of a fight on your hands. No, if you really don't. If you picked a date that you can't perform to. Well, and then all that tends to to end up focused on on the your your loan officer because they're being asked to perform a feat that may or may not be humanly possible. But they'll get right. They're and be the, the thing is, is it's it's not 
It's huh. not the lender's issue. This is agents well, be, who are making right. mistakes yes. by choosing to put something out there that is not realistic. So you, the consumer, you have every right to ask and question, what is your agent doing and why are they doing it? And if it's not a realistic thing, you really need to rethink about that professional because you are the one at risk. You're the one potentially losing your money. And I will tell you right now, as an example of the gentleman we were discussing last week, we had $50,000 earnest money amounts coming in from people, $100,000 earnest money amounts, $20,000. we are not talking small sums of money. My mom in Kansas, when she's doing real estate deals, it's not uncommon to see $500 showing as earnest money. Okay, fine. I might be willing to walk away from that, but fifty grand. Not on your life. Yeah, yeah. The you know the problem, and if I, I hear this a lot from buyers, they're like, "Why did you set such a such a short mm-hmm. closing period?" And usually they say, "Well, our this is what our agent told us to do." Exactly. And then because they said, "Well, let's just get you into contract," right? Then we can try to negotiate an that extension later. That is not later. the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Not the yeah. way to well, do the, it. Well, the 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 fear. I understand both sides of it because because the buyer's afraid. Well, if I don't have this short closing, I'm not going to win this this house, and and they've lost five, six, seven offers. So now they're doing anything they possibly can you to get in there. Just you got to so, just know your risks. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, one of one of my solutions to that is is really at the pre-approval stage. We have a, mm-hmm. a buyers come in. You know, we will pre-approve them. Well, there's different levels of pre-approval. Right. And you know the you know most lenders will stop and they'll do a, a pre-qualification, which is just their opinion. They think you're going to qualify fine. Mm-hmm. The next level would be a, a pre-approval electronic one, right. where maybe they run your credit and then they run your information through an automated underwriting system. Right. Um, I saw one of these letters go out recently, and then mm-hmm. I saw the full income and, and information package from this borrower. Um, this customer, this customer received a a full on pre approval letter mm-hmm. from a very large lender. I won't say the name, but mm-hmm. they might drive around in a big stagecoach, mm-hmm. and um, and um, the Windy income farms. the income did not even come <laughs> close to supporting the sales oh, price. No. Not even close. And so what what I recommend is you go one level above an right. electronic pre approval, right. and we do a full underwrite. Yeah. We collect your income documents, your asset documents. We run credit. We actually process your file as far as we can get down the road before you found a property. That way, and and underwrite it. Right. And and that way, when you find the property, all we got to do is an appraisal, title policy, insurance, and we can close. So I just want to make a little point about that because there are some of the larger lenders and not just the, you know, Windy Farms, not really. Um, (laughs) There's some other ones that... uh, well, I'm not going to say names, but let's just say they have a blue logo. Yeah. And they won't even touch doing one of those. Right. They won't even touch it. Yeah, and yeah. it becomes a challenge because that's the thing is the listing agents, when you have a good quality listing agent, we're asking those questions. Right. We're checking to see where that financing level is at. And I already know which of the banks tend to not provide those, mm-hmm. which tells me, well, then you haven't gone through the full document set. That's right. And it, and it does put you potentially at a disadvantage when you're in that, that tight situation. I would rather have that information than mm-hmm. someone yeah. mis, misstating a closing timeline. Because my job 
to talk to my client as a listing agent is to lay out for them the reality of things. Unless somebody really has like, I got to sell this sucker now. Mm-hmm. Hardly anybody wants to be closed in one or two weeks. Right. Not if they're already still living in the house and got to pack their stuff up. And then you got to deal with the liability issues of a, a post-closing. I mean, we get some people want their money in hand, but mm. there's there's risk and liability around all of these different things. And so a good quality professional will be discussing that with their client, not just laying out like, here's like how I'm going to tell you we're going to do it versus like, here are some ways this can happen. And let me tell you the good, bad, and ugly of each of them. And then you let me know how you want to proceed, right? right? The agent shouldn't be making the decisions for you. We actually had that happen recently too, where someone was making the decisions rather than submitting the information to the Oh, that happens all the the time. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. Absolutely. Well, we got to take a quick break here, but when we come back, our rate's going up. Or down. Yeah. Stay tuned. And then we're going to have our guests too. So excited. Stay tuned. More open house with Team Rima. Open house with Team Rima on AM fifteen eighty. The answer. Back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And every Saturday <laughs> at 2 o'clock, we bring you information on real estate and finance news here on AM 1590, The Answer. With Batman. With Batman, our announcer. <laughs> I am just not just used to that, that guy. announcer guy. He is so intense. I'm like, very intense. Can you imagine him trying to order dinner? I'll have the filet. <laughs> I just don't get it. With oh, a side of mushrooms. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. So what we didn't get to in the first segment, you got to get me off that. I'm going to start laughing my head off. Um, are rates going to make me laugh? Mm. Or am I going to cry? You're probably going to cry. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's we going got, on? It's been a bad month for rates. They're right, going right. up. They're going okay. up. And for the last, I don't know, several months, rates have really been following the stock market. When stocks are up, rates have been going up and mm-hmm. vice versa. And and uh, especially the last week, it's just everything's been, stocks have been kind of getting hit. Uh, rates have been getting hit right along with it. We've got sort of a combination of things. Um, you know, the they're being driven higher by concerns over inflation, growing debt, um, rising Federal Reserve borrowing costs. Right. All these sort of chickens are coming home to roost right now, and, mm-hmm. and we've seen our, our debt and our, our increasing steadily, over, especially over the last decade. And it, it's kind of hitting home a little bit right now. So we have full employment. You know, we have lots yeah. of lots of jobs have been created. That does put pressure on wages, causes wages to rise. And uh, all of these factors are inflationary, and as a consequence, we're seeing interest rates rise along with it. The 10-year Treasury note, which is a very good benchmark for mortgage rates, uh, you know, broke uh, through on, on Tuesday. It broke through the, the 3% range. That's the first time in four years that, oh, wow. or over four years that we've seen that happen. Okay. So so we, we're keeping a very close eye on it. Some economists are, are um, you know, predicting that we will not see rates rise significantly much more the rest of the year. Others are predicting just the opposite. What do they say? Never... 
Uh, you know, I what, what's that term? If you lined up all the economists in the world, they'd never reach a conclusion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're kind of going right along with that right now. You'd think so, I'd know all of your jokes by heart by you know, now. Economic but, jokes, yeah. Yeah, I, I, know, stay, but that's I okay. stay up late, you know, reading economic jokes. But anyway. I, so, I do not doubt that you do, actually. <laughs> well, here's a rundown. Nerd. Of, of Hashtag current, Eric's a nerd. There you go. Here's a rundown of current interest rates. So this is a these are national averages for okay. a, a conventional conforming 30-year fixed rate. Uh, we're hovering right around 4.58% right now. Uh, 15-year fixed rates just under 4% mark, around 3.95%. VA and FHA loans hovering around 4.375%. Jumbo 30-year fixed rates also kind of right up there with with conventionals around 4.6%. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so everything is trending upwards a little bit right now. Okay. And, uh, you know, so it may be time to be looking at other strategies, you know, Mm -hmm. too, with interest rates. And uh, you're going to see sort of a resurgence of adjustable rate loans. I was going to say, arms, here they come. Here they come. Are you going to send your ads out like you used to, like I've got big arms? Oh, yeah, and big fixed rate (laughs) loans too. I used to crack up when I saw those. Yeah, we have we have that. Um, Just because I know your workout routine, it was like, uh huh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah, so you know, you can look at at um, we call them, uh, you know, uh, fixed, uh, you know, initial fixed period arms. Right. Five one seven one ten one. These are thirty year loans fixed mm-hmm. for either five years, seven years, or ten years where you have that initial interest rate locked in. And you are going to get quite a break on, on the rate you know, for those types of programs. A 5-1 arm is hovering around 4.375%. A 7-year is around 4.125%. And a 10-year around 425 Did you catch that? The 5-year has a higher rate than a 7-year? Yeah. Hmm. Why is that? Well, that's because our bond you. market is all upside down right now and that's oh, really? the reason for that okay yeah but it's a way to save some some money up front and i you know these these types of loans can be fine if and only if you understand how they work and and you've really thought that through and looked at the risks involved if you plan on selling a home or refinancing it for sure within a short period of time those are great you know then you can save yourself a ton mm-hmm. of money otherwise just be aware of the risk and i will bet you if you pull the average loan officer out there on how does an adjustable rate loan work right now they are very very rusty about that oh and i'm sure they may are. not be able to answer some extremely basic questions yeah i don't think i've had anyone use an arm for uh ooh. 10, 12 years? We have customers use them for, for the right reasons. Oh, yeah. And, I have uh, one. Yeah, yeah. On uh, one of my I rental mean, properties. Yeah, so even some of those, quote, yeah. toxic ones from the past, like mm-hmm. the option arm, yeah. uh, monthly adjustable rate type loans. You know yeah. what? Those things are still in the threes. You know, they, know. They, if you use them correctly, they were they were okay. And if you understood the risks and how they worked. And that's why I still have one. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> you're so savvy. I, right. Thank you so much. That's right. <laughs> Anyway, and in fact, so I think I got rates. that loan from you. Yeah, there could be. Could be about, yeah. I, I do know I got that loan from yeah. you. <laughs> well, so so the bottom line is rates, you know, the, 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 the trend right now is upward. Be careful. You yeah. know, if you're thinking, do I lock my rate? Do I not lock my rate? We are advising yes. locking in your rate uh, because it's just too risky uh, otherwise, you know, to, to not do so. So that's Absolutely. where we're looking right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so uh, if we're uh, done up with that. Yeah. Let's what move it on over. Sure, sure. Let's get sustainable, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, yeah. we're really happy to have Vicki Hardy here with us. And, and Vicki is, um, is a, um, a professor, if, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not 
uh, not wrong on that, and sustainable sustainable building science technology. Boy, say that three uh, times really fast. Yes, it's a very long organization right. within the South Seattle College. South Seattle College. <laughs> Welcome, Vicki. Thank you. It's delightful to be here this afternoon, and uh, even though... I'd rather be outside. I, it is gorgeous. I mean, the out. weather yes. this afternoon is fabulous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll keep this as short and painful as our show time <laughs> right. allows. How's That's that? Right. Sounds That's like right. a good We'll have plan. you out of here by 3 p.m. Get you on back to pulling weeds. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I'm excited to actually have you on. We've we've had some other folks from um, South Seattle College as well talking about some of the programs, but. Um, you know, coming up, we know that there's the Northwest Green Home Tour, and uh, one of the areas of interest that we cover on the show is about green building and design, which is like pretty much all of what you do, right? It's green, exactly. it's building and design. <laughs> exactly. I think there's I think there's a couple of interesting things going on, and I first wanted to mention something really specific about the program that okay. uh, I'm involved with. This program was created. About five years ago, um, from a request from the real estate and building management community here in Seattle, they approached uh, the leadership at South Seattle College and said, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. We expect in the five to 10 years to have 500 to 700 job openings Mm -hmm. in property and facility management. That's the first problem. Hmm. The second problem is that we are building what are called smart buildings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. A mm-hmm. building that when you walk in it says Hi Eric. Mm-hmm. Hi Reba. Yeah. How do you like your office? You want it a little warmer, so your window starts opening, your chair moves forward, the lights come on, your music. Um, I kind of dig that idea. And in fact, some of the buildings in South Lake Union are are already at that stage. Yes, absolutely. uh, It's really strange on some days to stand on the street and look up and see windows kind of opening and closing and opening Mm. and closing. It's like so, the buildings flutter. The, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the 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 built environment community approached the college and said, "We've got a problem. We've got we're going to have a gap in people. Um, you know, we're going to have openings. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, we need people who know how to manage." these new sustainable buildings okay and that's not just you know knowing how to you know figure out the recycling it Mm -hmm. really goes to the heart of the design of the building the utilities the energy efficiency Mm -hmm. all of those elements we also have a mission as um, a community college that a lot of people are not familiar with You probably don't know that in the Puget Sound region alone, there are 34 bachelors of applied science available through your community college. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. And at South Seattle, we have four. Okay. So the Sustainable Building Science Technology Program is a very innovative program designed for the working adult. So if you have somebody already working in your building, a facility Mm -hmm. engineer, a designer, someone who's already working with your tenants, that 
has an associate's degree or they are a licensed tradesperson, they're right. a licensed electrician mm-hmm. or okay. a plumber or right. a carpenter. And you want to bring them into management, but you feel like there's a gap there. They right, really right. need that extra uh, information about management, about okay. human resources, all those kinds of elements. So these programs were designed to address that issue. Our program, you come into it, you've already got two years. Mm-hmm. And what you do next is you come into a program that's 80% online, 20% four Saturdays a quarter at the Georgetown campus of South Seattle College. We have people coming from Eugene, Oregon, Portland, Oregon, Bellingham, Washington, Oak Harbor, Kitsap Peninsula. That's fantastic. So they're coming from all over because it's the only program of its kind in the Northwest. Interesting. Is is that the reason, um, Vicki, that it's no longer South Seattle Community College, South Seattle College? Yeah, we found we had a funny, weird problem. People who were graduating from these programs, yeah. um, they would present their transcript mm-hmm. to be mm. evaluated, or they're okay. looking for a job with CBRE or with Jones Lang LaSalle in the facility mm-hmm. management right. division. Sure. They'd pull up the transcript and they say, but this is from a community college. It can't be a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Oh, for heaven's sake. Bellevue was the first one to right. do that. Right. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons, too, with Renton Technical College. Mm-hmm. So all of them, because I'm on the foundation board there. And, yeah, that's been an ongoing kind of issue. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's one of the things that they still struggle against because people locally, if they don't know that that transition has happened, still have this mindset that it's something else, and it is, it's, it's very difficult to get past. But, um, okay, well, we're going to be talking more with Vicki Hardy from South Seattle College when we get back about the uh, interesting sustainable building science technology degree. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. And Reba has from Team Reba here. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing you information yes. on real estate and finance. Yes. And really happy to have with us today Vicki Hardy, mm-hmm. a professor at South Seattle College in the Sustainable Building Science Technology Department. I'm learning a ton uh, today, Vicki, about, cool? about your program and the pay and the jobs that are available out mm-hmm. there, and, and especially in our and high the sweet tech area. payoff between what it takes to right. get this and then what you get after. Right, it's awesome. A, a very very moderate investment can can increase income significantly. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no, we're thrilled to have you here. So before we went into the break, um, I was just starting to get to one of my questions, which is because you mentioned all these people coming from other states and cities. How are people finding out about this unique program? Well, it's interesting. I think there's uh, there's three primary ways that people find out about us. Um, uh, as, we're, as we're sitting here in the studio, Reba has pulled up our Facebook page, yes. which is under South 
Seattle College, BAS, Sustainable Building Science. But basically, if you go in and do a Google search for sustainable building management or sustainable building mm-hmm. science, you know, we're, we're pretty good about popping up. Show you know, up on page the, one. Yeah, yeah, we try to get, you okay. know, it depends on who's who's out there on a given day uh, optimizing your uh, mm-hmm. words. Right. That's a big part of it. Um, the website, of course, um, the college website. The other way is that we're all of the faculty and the people involved in the program are very active in the built environment community. So okay. we take part in the green day, in the green building days. Okay. We take part in the smart building center uh, activities in their International Facility Management Association activities, the Building Owners and Managers Association, um, Seattle 2030 District. Okay. Um, so we're out and about. We yeah, lots. sounds like you're very active. Yeah. Uh, I, in the first two years of the program, we averaged about 1,000 contacts between the two and three faculty. Excellent. So, oh, so you're great. still clearly slacking as oh, you've I, proven oh, in your oh, entire yeah. career. Absolutely. <laughs> Total slacker. Yes. No, I, I, oh, I'm just so excited about this. I'm so glad we had you come on. We, well, because you were recommended by one of your colleagues and, and this is the thing, I mean, kind of this organic like meeting of folks that then lead us to other new wonderful contacts that we get to have on this program. Uh, you know, it, it's just such a thrill for me to, to have you here and learn so much more about this. Because obviously with my work with Renton Tech, I, you know, they have their um, construction excellence program there, exactly. which is something that, that drew me to that because of my real estate work. But then finding more and more about this just it's it's more exciting I, I get a bigger view of what's going on in our local area because one of the other topic areas that we talk about is regional impact Absolutely. and really what you guys are doing is having a regional impact so even more exciting because mm. now you, you've hit on even more of the topic areas that we like to cover but and, we were talking at the break too there's a mm-hmm. there's a, a special program that yes. um, both Reeve and I are is kind of near and dear to us we we love working with our veterans yes. and it sounds like you have a special program designed for that One of the things that we discovered is that we had veterans coming to us and asking about coming into the program. They didn't have a formal two-year college degree. Right. Mm -hmm. But they had experience. They had, not only did they have experience, they also had a huge amount of training in the military. Mm -hmm. Right. It's amazing. And there is something called... Uh, a joint military transcript okay that shows everything that a veteran has taken in every kind of training and class they've had during their entire service period we figured out a way to give people credit for that training oh, for crying out loud that is awesome so we received a small grant from a national organization dedicated to adult learning Okay. That allowed us to construct a program that gives up to 70 credits for prior military training. Okay, I'm just going to clap. Takes them up to what? Takes them up. It takes them up to within um, 20. 25 credits of having their associate's degree. Yeah. Okay. So. 
then that program, you know, the 20 or 25 credits can typically be done in three quarters. Yeah. Fall, winter, Mm -hmm. and spring. Okay. And then they've got their associates in what's called a multi-occupational trades. Okay. Okay. And then they can come into a program. Then they can jump right into your sustainable building sciences program. And so we have uh, the pilot is up and running, and we have a couple of people who are our 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 first people to Mm -hmm. come into the program. And so, with what they get is support for GI Bill for college, they get to apply for all that. That's so awesome. And it's it's interesting. Um, They get uh, you you may not know this, but they get. Not only do they get uh, money for tuition and books and so forth, mm-hmm, there's sure. also a housing allowance that comes along right. with Even it. Even better, because that's one of the things the foundation ends up doing a lot of times at our college is helping support some of those other needs outside of just the classroom. And so that's – I love hearing this. I We have a lot of military in my family, and I have a lot of, of active servicemen right now in my family um, who might be the kind of folks that could go for a program like this. So – I'm thrilled to learn about this right now. Yeah, and I think the other thing that goes along with it is that there is that support. We have excellent, uh, we've won awards over and over for the uh, veteran support offices on the main campus in West Seattle. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, we've, every cohort, we've had two or three veterans in, but again, some of us, you know, the people we were having to turn away were the people who, had not had the opportunity to actually, you know, complete a formal two-year degree. And we said there's got to be a way out of this. And okay. we've, we've done it. And you've done it. That's, That's fantastic because a lot of those kudos. folks, they may not be all in to go full four years or be able to devote that type right. of time to it. But if you're yeah. jumping in already with, with that many credits to get started that's mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic yeah so no and, and with they get like housing and other things because a lot of times they're coming out with families so they mm-hmm. have to be concerned about taking care of the whole right so that's that's wonderful oh my gosh i love it well that's one of the good parts of the gi bill in it mm-hmm. in itself is that it's called bah basic allowance mm-hmm. for housing you know that your veterans mm-hmm. can get and uh you know that's just uh can be really a lifesaver yeah you know to as as uh, many of our veterans are transitioning you know, into the into the private sector, out of the service. Yeah. That's a difficult time. Hundred percent. Well, and where people probably don't realize, and I'm sure you all do, being in the real estate uh, industry, we have a huge number of veterans who muster out in mm-hmm. the Puget Sound. We really region do mm-hmm. because of Joint Base Lewis McChord. Yep. So yep. we've got Army, Air Force, Navy, mm-hmm. Coast Guard. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's we right. We have Banger, large contingency. We have Everett, we yeah. have Bremerton, Bremerton, all know, of that. So many different places around here, and yeah. uh, you know, so yeah. So definitely, they, if they, it's, they it's worth looking at this program, it's like hmm, it's yeah. a good place to uh, kind of settle down. Yeah, no, sure. absolutely. So okay, I, I'm glad that we've touched on you know this work with veterans coming into this program. We've talked about the marketing. Did, did we cover everything for kind of like how people find out about the program and all of that? 
How many people are actually involved in the program? Well, right now we have about 60 people that have that are have graduated or been through the program okay. and are moving through. We've got about 30 in the program actively taking courses right now. Okay. And is there like a goal for you to get to a certain number of Well, we really students? feel we really feel like that if we've got 50 or 60 people, mm-hmm. um, we could double the number of people that we have in the program, but yeah. we still the hands-on the approach from the faculty, mm-hmm. the time required, even with online. Yeah. And your forecast is how many jobs in this industry are we looking at? Between 500 and 700 in the Puget Sound area in the okay. next five years. Five to 700 jobs that are paying good jobs, most good likely jobs. over over $100,000 or potentially, well, I think potentially, that, I, I suppose. I think potentially coming in, you're talking uh, seventy to 80000 coming in and then moving up and very moving quickly up. with the right credentials. Right. Interesting. And you guys can help provide that. Well, I want, want to thank you so much for being here today, Vicki Hardy from South Seattle College. Uh, super excited about having talked about this program. We want to thank our listeners for being here with us today. Don't forget that we have the uh, Northwest Green Home Tour coming up uh, this coming weekend. And I know I'm going to be attending myself. So we'll see you next week, Saturday, 2 to 3 p.m. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Working. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side. And this is Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yes, and we have Vicki Hardy, who's an adjunct professor, correct, over at South Seattle College with us. And we're talking about the sustainable building science technology degree that they have there. And we were just getting some very interesting information from you about how the college itself, having had some adjustments and providing this associate's degree, you know, that you, you mentioned that um, people are taking that and going out into the workforce and people weren't necessarily seeing it for what it was at that time, right? So, like, what what happened after that? Like, how did you get well, past I, those issues? I think one of the things that we realize is that the two-year degree no longer punches the ticket, I guess is the yeah. phrase that a lot of people use. Okay. The two-year degree no longer punches the ticket in terms of the job market, especially with highly sophisticated buildings. Right. Okay. And the employers were saying, we need more. We need people who are... Uh, understanding of these very complex computer-operated buildings, uh, energy efficiency. The city of Seattle has mm-hmm. passed a law that's dra- dramatically requiring commercial building owners to dramatically reduce their energy utilization by 2030, mm-hmm. requiring okay. every three-year tune-up reports. This is all happening yeah. in an environment that's pushing back on the workforce yeah. and saying, Okay, you need something more than an associate's degree. You need something more than being a licensed technician. It's perfectly fine if you want to stay where you are. But if you want to move up, 
Right. You want to go into management, you got to do this. Right. And so South created this program, not realizing that it was going to be completely unique in the Northwest. I mean, I spoke with someone in, in British Columbia last weekend at a, um, a, I was doing some training, and uh, there's nothing in Vancouver. So, oh, wow. You know, we I, may, okay, we may I'm actually surprised. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can, I can absolutely understand. I, I just, just the complexity of an HVA system. I'm in an older building now, so we have seasonal um, HVAC. You know, it's hot in the summer and cold in the winter. And, you know, if, if, if one office is is cold, they'll crank the heat up in that one, and then that means that the office next to it's going to – the problem's just going to move its way on mm-hmm. down the line. So if it's hot in one end, it'll be cold in the other. But but the new buildings, you know, it's all – there's electronic monitoring, and, and they can, they can like, almost real-time make those types of adjustments and things and – that's got to take a high level of knowledge and understanding of those systems and mm-hmm. how to program and how to keep them running right, don't, wouldn't it? Well, it does. And I think there's a couple of other th- issues here that people don't think about. Um, the last time you rented a car, when you returned it, mm-hmm. a guy walked up to, or a gal walked up to yeah. your car and they had a handheld. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they, they entered the license plate number. And they said, oh, you've done this, you've done this. They walk around, and they spit it out, mm-hmm. hand you the receipt, and you go on your way. Right. Mm-hmm. Those handhelds yeah, are yeah. everywhere in our buildings now. When okay. you send someone out to look at Eric's hot office mm-hmm. or – Not because of Eric – no. Okay. Okay. Ariba, typical issue with women like yeah, their offices warmer. Yeah, they're, yeah, than they're always men. cold. Like, oh my gosh, it's so cold. What they're going to do is they're going to show up and they're going to have a handheld. And that handheld may be able to actually just take a laser pointer and focus mm-hmm. and take the temperature at two or three locations in your room, in your office, mm-hmm. interim. And then just take make a look at the system. Take yeah. a look at the system, and it's all right there. First of all, having somebody who understands how to use the handheld. Right. Mm-hmm. Second, who's back in the office? Who's monitoring what's happening with all of those that are all over a building? Sure. Requires a level of sophistication and understanding of processes, computers, building science, how do buildings function, how do buildings work. Um, so that's where our coursework. But the thing that we're finding, interestingly enough, with the people who have already, we've, we've graduated three cohorts. We started in the fall of 2014. And so we've graduated our first three cohorts. And we have found that those people are they're getting higher paid jobs. Mm-hmm. There. Can I ask roughly what the income range is for people with this well, more advanced knowledge? M- most recently, or is that we can address. Sure. Most recently, I watched someone move uh, in a hospital administration, mm-hmm. hospital facility engineering position, from a seventy thousand dollar position to one hundred and ten thousand. Oh, nice. that is significant. That's awesome. That is yeah, fabulous. That's awesome. So, I mean, people are making. Huge leaps. And the cost to go to this program is probably it's insignificant <laughs> in comparison, I would well, imagine. Well, that's the other attractive piece. We have faculty who, <clears throat> like 
in my own instance, I served as the lead founding faculty of the mm-hmm. program for three years. And um, thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I have uh, 15 years of higher education experience, including tenure positions back east. I also spent 20 years managing theaters and performing arts facilities at Stanford University and in the mm-hmm. Meadowlands of New York and in Detroit and okay. St. Louis. So, so you're saying that you've been a slacker for many, many you years. You always tell me slacker. <laughs> Total slacker. I, you know, I tell my students I'm the only professor you will ever have who's had Jerry Garcia dump roses on her desk. Wow. Really? Oh, cool. yeah. Wow. Did a bit of rock and roll. I like it. So... I've got both, inter, you know, building experience mm-hmm. and the teaching experience. And nice. we have a highly qualified staff. So the faculty who teach in the program. And then what we're finding is that the people who want to work in this program are, they know where they're headed. And those costs, it's $15,000 for six quarters total tuition. That is such a great payoff. We had oh a couple of people last I year who were that. looking to go to a, a yet unnamed very large university mm-hmm. that sits over across the mm-hmm. bridge. Mm-hmm. Kind of has a purple and, haze to it. Yeah. And the, fif- okay. and the 15, <laughs> I mean, $15,000 didn't even get them through their first year. No, right. not at all. So it's, it's the prices of all of these Bachelor of Applied mm-hmm. Science programs that are based in the former community colleges, you know, and, and somebody asked me, about. they said, why? And I said, we don't have a football team. Yeah. We don't have a stadium. We right. don't have dorms. Mm-hmm. Right. True. So yeah. all of the infrastructure that a much larger university has to pay for. Right. We don't. And so the focus and the, and the costs are much more reasonable. Um, total cost of the books over the six is, is twelve hundred dollars? Wow! Yeah, and we're yeah. using what we're that's doing. Is, total is twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Considering how much college textbooks are, that's we rarely very use. Reasonable. We rarely use college textbooks. What we're mostly okay. using is industry handbooks. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the average age of our student turns out to be about forty three. Okay. okay. Forty four. Yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. who is looking to get to that next yep. place in their They're, life. Uh, okay. Coming in, they've got ten, twelve, fifteen years worth of experience. Our first cohort, a third of them were licensed electricians. Okay. And yeah. Interesting. And so, you okay. know, they, they wanna be on that cutting edge. Mm-hmm. They wanna be able to move into managing those large buildings. I think there's also something else, too. We're finding that there is a very strong commitment to doing, um, as you said earlier, green mm-hmm. to to the environment, yes. to sustainability. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, People do believe in, <clears throat> you know, climate change. <laughs> well, it's interesting because one of the things that I tell people is that, you know, 40 years ago when I was working at Stanford University mm-hmm. in the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the weather that we're getting here now. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. weird. It's moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's moved it is north. Definitely it's moved. moved north. Yeah. And uh, I find it very interesting that, you know, we're now getting these long stretches in this mm-hmm. summer where. Yeah. And it goes back to, you know, where things are um, no rain, yeah, warmer, yeah. hotter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more extremes. Well, and I live in an over 55 community in Issaquah, and 
we're uh, seeing more and more requests for air conditioning, air conditioning yeah. heat pumps. And we're saying yeah. to people, you want to increase the value of, of your unit, mm-hmm. get it air right. conditioned. Get an AC. Right. Absolutely. AC. Especially yeah. in over 55 community where sure. you know internal temperature is really yes. an important element. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very, very much but so. But it is, it is interesting to see the kind of student that comes into this program. Like I said, we've got... People, we've got a whole van full of people driving up from Eugene, Oregon, Portland, Oregon area that are coming up I five for Saturday mornings. That well, that's is, excellent, and if they yeah. can spend what is it eighty or ninety percent of their time taking these courses online, it's not a huge commitment to be up in the classroom. Exactly, right. yeah. and on those Saturdays we meet at Georgetown, but sometimes we take advantage of what we already have here. So mm-hmm. we go to the Bullet Center, of oh, course, the 12th oh, and Madison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll go and spend a day there. Or the Smart Building Center, which mm-hmm. is located in the Pacific Med Tower. Okay. okay. The, yeah. As I referred to it, the, the first two years that I lived here, um, the large pink building <laughs> oh, yes. looming over. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But it's... Um, you know, that the, the people are coming and in, they are enjoying it because we also have speakers who come in from Microsoft, from Seattle City Light, from other um, large institutions and employers in mm-hmm. this area, along with our advisory board, which is right. employers from the area. And yeah. Is that part of the part of your course? Uh, do you do you have sort of some some get togethers where you bring some of these major employers in as far as helping them yes. place jobs? We do. And, um, for example, in the spring in May, we will be hosting a, a, a special evening for our seniors who will be uh, each talking about their capstone projects, which are many of them are projects right in, you know, in the buildings that they're in and working mm-hmm. in. Employers are, are doing their work. Um, we also encourage we also encourage them to get very active in the community, like uh, the International Facility Management Association is doing a educational symposium on May 23rd up at the Linwood Convention Center. Again, w- okay. you know, we're all over the area. Yeah, excellent. No, I love that. So, um, okay, so I'm curious how people are finding this program. Like, is it? advertise so i mean oh, I, we yeah. might end up having to get into this in the next segment because mm. i know we don't have that much more time before the end of this one but if they're coming from so many other places and states i'm really curious to find out like how the word is getting out about this too so we're going to get to that here in just a minute after we uh take some commercial space up and uh we'll be right back with open house with team reba Stay in a moment tuned. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The Edge. 